In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. Your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, is out to dispel that myth of the perfect child and encourage parents to let them out of the box. Each child is unique, and this show is just the place to stand up and shout out that fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. So right now, join the queen of accountability who advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. Here is your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Hey, Parent Nation. Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. I am so... you. You guys are going to be able to hear the energy shift in my voice. It is just so awesome to be here with you today because I just came from Woohoo Weekend. And for those of you who know that um, we are, Stop Raising Einstein is part of an amazing new network on TogiNet called the Woohoo Radio Network. And it was started by a lady named Lisa Stedman who has Woohoo Incorporated. And we're um, we're a group of amazing show hosts who just love what we do. We love our message. And this weekend, we just got to meet each other. And I have to tell you, this was the most inspiring week that I have spent as a mom, as a wife, as a girlfriend, and as a host that I have experienced in a really, really long time. I am so full of energy and inspiration and so excited more than ever to bring this Stop Raising Einstein message to my audience. And I just want to thank everybody who listens to the show and Lisa and all my fellow woohoo hosts and just encourage you to get on that network and check out some of the other shows that are available because oh my gosh there's so much to learn and so much to share and such a huge way that we can grow as a community and linking arms and I am really really excited about my guest today her name is Suzette Bronner and I heard her doing a talk on the internet and she cracked me up. She <laughs> She's an amazingly funny lady. Her books are Taming the Family Zoo and Uncommon Sense. And she does have a blog called Yellow Flip Flops at Blogspot. And she's just the most down-to-earth, funny, smart, educated woman I think I've heard in a really, really long time. She just made me laugh and made me think. And I could not wait to have her on the show. So um, the show's Today is called The Lion Roared and the Otter Laughed, which we're going to find out what the heck that means in a minute. And everybody, welcome Suzette Bronner. Hey, Suzette, how are you? Good morning, great, Kara. <laughs> I have to tell you, you're catching me in the, uh, at the peak of excitement right now, so we're going to have a great time today. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> how are you doing? Great. It's a fabulous day, and um, I'm excited to be with you today to discuss all this good stuff. Sounds like you had a great time. Oh my gosh. If you've ever been pampered and loved and just put on a pedestal for any period of time, is that the most amazing feeling? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally refreshed. Wow. (laughs) And, and I need that like monthly. So I hope my husband's up for it. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
I'm sounding a little bit like um, I'm in a in a cave today. Um, yeah. Because yeah, because my my office has been completely cleared, completely cleaned. I'm doing like a total clearing, Suzanne. Oh. I, I don't know if you've ever done anything like that. Uh huh. I that came home and it was twenty like, years ago. <laughs> really? And was it amazing? Did it completely yes. transform you? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what I did. My well, I didn't do it. Actually, my husband, for some reason, for the first time ever in his life, was inspired to completely clean out and repaint and decorate my office while I was gone. It was an incredible um, gift. As a surprise, <laughs> it was a surprise. It was a total surprise. Uh, did did he throw away things you didn't want thrown away? I asked him not to show me the piles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the safest thing to do. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. And uh, I said, please don't. I don't even. He said, there's the bags of stuff. I'm like, no, I don't want to see them because if I go through them, then I'll start reclaiming things uh-huh. and I trust you completely. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I bet I can figure out your personality type just by knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome because that's what we're here to talk about today. I'm really excited about this whole personality thing. I, you know, I think. Um, you're a big part of your message that I love so much, Suzette, is that we are all uniquely brilliant. That's um, right. That really speaks to me. And I think I know that personalities have so much everything to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's true. So tell us about what you do. Well, for a long time, I raised kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I, for me, I'm one of those people, and I truly believe this. You can do it all, but for me, I could only do one thing at a time because I'm blonde and I get real confused. So I, I spent the first like hunk of time of my life raising three kids who are so incredibly different, who are a joy and a pleasure, and we have seven grandkids with another one due in March. So uh, we, we um, both of my husband and I, spend time coaching people, and I speak at events. And um, the good news is that all the years I spent raising kids is just fodder for what I speak about. And all the, all the potholes I fell in, I try to share with people and steer them around so they won't fall down and have to get up as many times as I did. So that's... Wow. That's basically what I do, and I write and and speak at events, and it's a great pleasure. I enjoy it so much. I think you're one of my favorite types of experts, Suzanne, oh. is, you know, those people who, you know, maybe didn't just read different books or sit in different classrooms, but maybe they lived life full out and learned from every mistake that they made and shared that wealth of information with the people who need it most. I think I, I value what you do so much. Well, thank you. I, I think I remember my mother told me once that, I went to her and I said, oh, I just made the stupidest mistake. And she said, no, it's an honest mistake. Now, if you go back and do it again, then that's when it becomes a stupid mistake. (laughs) So I've always tried to learn from my mistakes, sometimes kind of tread back and do things again. And oh, that was a stupid mistake that time. But if if we can't learn from our mistakes, why have them, you know? Right. Oh, gosh, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Yep. 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 So tell me about these amazing people in your life and how their differences in personalities led you to the work that you do. Well, our our kids are um, 
a mix of personalities, which really kept us on our toes. I, I, our oldest son, Jason, and his wife, Allison, live about an hour away from us. He is, we call him the Swiss Army Knife because he does so many different things. He, he is the director of a special needs camp for special kids mm. um, about two hours from here. And he's also um, a National Guard Army chaplain. So his life is pretty full. He has a degree in art, and he's also a pilot. So that's what I mean. He does a, one of everything. So his personality <laughs> is definitely one of those that can handle all that. I can do one thing at a time, it seems. Um, and his wife is a family counselor, and they have three kids, Jackson, Molly Jane, and Smith. And they are nine, six, and this is like a pop quiz, nine, six, and three. <laughs> there you go. Then Travis, our middle son, who actually lives in the same town that we do, and his wife, Carrie, have three kiddos the same age as Jason's kids. I think our kids ganged up on us and just started spitting out grandbabies all at once so we could just juggle so fast. It's crazy. But he's an ear, nose, and throat surgeon, and um, he was our good old middle child, and um, we just love having them in town with us. And then our baby girl, Jill, and her husband, David, live in Washington, D.C., and they uh, he works for the government, and they just moved from their one-year stint in Branson. They, they kind of are, are the meandering folks that have traveled and lived overseas and done all kinds of fun things, and they have uh, Vivian, who is two, will be three next month, and then she's expecting in March, so number eight is on the way. Wow. So our life is full. <laughs> very, you very You do full. have a full life. So when you write about taming the family zoo, you're not kidding. No. <laughs> no, it is it is That's wild. We, we had some, a handful of them in and out, rotating of grandkids for nine days straight. And finally, the day that they were all gone, my husband and I sat down to dinner, just the two of us, and he looked at me and said, are you sure one's not hiding in a closet somewhere? Because it's just like they were everywhere for so long. And they're so fun. And I thought back over my life, and I know as a mom with kids, young kids at home, your life is like a full-out run. Every day you just get up and run. And now my life is kind of a walk and then with integrated sprints in between because when they hit... <laughs> It's wild and crazy, but it's so much fun, and we enjoy it so much. That's awesome, and I, I think that it's so cool that each one of them has such a full, um, and it seems like a very happy life. Like, I mean, they're, they're not real close together. You know, they're, they're kind of spread out a little bit, but they've all started these really amazing little pods of their own you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's really cool that they've they've had such a wonderful experience, apparently. They've been so um, inspired to go out and do great things. I mean, if you think about the things that your children are doing, they're all doing really amazing things, like a, an ear, nose, and throat surgeon and working for the government. I mean, those are really 
incredible things. So I'm so interested. I mean, we only have about a minute till we go to our first break, but I'm so excited when we come back from the break to learn about how you took each of their interests and loves and, and unique brilliance and kind of help them along on their path to doing what they love and what they dream to do. That must have been such, I don't know, that must have been such an inspiration as a mom to be able to um, know that your kids are making such a difference in the world and are doing such wonderful things and not have to keep them in these little, like, cookie-cutter molds. Right, right. You know? Like, my kids are going to be doctors. My kids are going to be lawyers. My kids are going to be teachers. I mean, that's... That's amazing that you could do that and have them have such unique, distinctly unique interests and success stories. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about what that cookie cutter parenting mold looks like. All right. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Togedet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be joined by a lady that I find to be intelligent and fun and funny. And her name is Suzette Browner. And Brauner, I'm sorry, I keep... Uh, I keep mispronouncing her name, but um, I saw Suzette on um, on some internet stuff that I was looking up. Um, I was looking for different types of guests and, and subjects that I knew that I wanted to cover. And for anybody who doesn't know, um, we my book Stop Raising Einstein is based on finding the unique brilliance in your children and in yourself. So I'm always looking for guests who kind of fit that. Um, fit that belief system, but in a way that they can bring it to you, my audience, uniquely and in a way that you're going to hear it because, and you'll find out when we, when we talk to Suzette a little bit more, the way we say things and, and the things that we believe in and the things that we find most passionate about life, that is how, um, that's how we receive information. And that's also how we give information, how we share information. So I know that the way I talk about my belief systems may not necessarily be in the way that everyone who listens to me is going to hear it. So I love to bring people on the show who are going to be able to speak to each person's unique brilliance in a way that each person is going to uniquely hear it. So, um, Suzette, before the break, we were talking about that whole cookie cutter parenting Mm -hmm. thing. And, um, so I would love if you could share with everybody what the, what these personalities are that you talk about in your books. Okay. Uh, you know, before you have children, you you look at people with children, tell me you've thought, you thought this and, and you think, oh, why, how could that be so difficult? When I have kids, this is what I'm going to do, and I won't have a screaming child with a meltdown in a restaurant. And we all <laughs> we all have these preconceived notions about parenting. And when our first child was born, he typically firstborns tend to be the strong will, you know, head forward, uh, passionate people, and we. Uh, got one of these sweet, compliant children. So even after my first child was born, I would look at people and say, (laughs) what's so difficult about this? This is fabulous. (laughs) And then I had my second child who roared into this world, and then I thought, well, God just played a trick on me or something. (laughs) It was really shocking because they were so different. And that's when we started digging in and trying to learn about different temperaments of people, just in general. And I don't know if you've ever taken a, a, a temperament test or a personality profile, but there are several of them. The mm-hmm. Myers-Briggs Indicator, the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory, there's the, the Taylor-Johnson, tem- there's so many different temperament tests. And and that's all even confused a little bit more when you add birth order in. So oh, our yeah. friends, um, Gary Smalley and John Trent, had written a book about the two sides of love. And there's a hard side and a soft side of love. And they really encouraged us to take this temperament breakdown and apply it to parenting. First of all, we had three specimens at home with three different personalities. And just to really dig into to see how, if you understood your your children's personality, their natural bent, the way they're born, 
I am, am under the understanding from my experience that they they have this personality from the day they're born. Yes, you can guide and direct them, but their natural bent is just the way they, that they're designed. And so we kind of took it apart, to, and, and it really literally fell into those four categories that most of these temperament uh, tests and personality profiles fall into. I took one a couple of years ago. It had like 16 different letters, and you, it was so confusing to me. And that was the other reason we divided this into to animals in that because it would be easier and just more of a user-friendly understanding of the way people think. Fantastic. That's what it should be. That stuff is too complicated. Uh, I know what you mean. I've done it and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a third level I, second (laughs) level T, whatever that it was crazy. So I love that for, for I can do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, and truly, um, we generally are not a purebred animal. We're a mixture. Mm -hmm. And, so the four animals that that are used are the lion, the otter, the golden retriever, and the beaver. And kids seem to really understand when you talk about animals and you watch animals and how they behave, it makes sense to kids. Well, I'm a pretty simple thinking person. Well, it made a whole lot of sense to me, too. So we, we just ran with it. And um, our kids... We benefited from understanding our children, our children to this day, and then even now our grandchildren understand these concepts on how to relate to people, how to quote-unquote handle people, how kids are motivated, how to correct them. It, it just It's amazing all the different kind of veins you can go into with understanding personalities. I, I love that concept because I keep, that's one of the big things that I teach also is mm-hmm. once you find out the motivation and the passion behind the person that you're talking to, mm-hmm. you'll know, you'll know everything, how to deal with them in every possible way, how to motivate them, how to discipline them, how mm-hmm. to correct them, mm-hmm. you know, how to love them. Right. Right. You know, I love that. So tell me a little bit about the, the four personalities. Like, are there like key things that we could find out about each one that could help us? Or Absolutely. The lion personality, um, which our middle son, Travis, came roaring out. And it's interesting, too, um, depending on how children are parented, I think, um, can either frustrate them or it, it can help him flourish. And with this kiddo, he um, he came out with, you could tell from the time he was a little kid that he uh, was going to be a leader. He lo- Lions love competition and challenges. They're very goal-oriented. They love to set goals and check it off the list. And they really need a reason for doing something. In other words, so the L, because I said so, never flies with a lion. Never, never. Mm-hmm. They, um, they have, the thing they fear the most is coming in second in anything. Very, very competitive. But they're motivated by direction and not demands. They love to have uh, choices the freedom uh, to choose. For instance, I remember one of Travis's chores when he was at home was to feed the dog. So the the parameters we set were not you have to feed the dog right now is sometime before you leave for school, between the time you get up in the morning and when you leave for school, the dog needs to be fed. 
So it gave him a choice. Well, do I do that before breakfast, after breakfast, before I get dressed, after? So it, he felt like he had some say in his life of things that he had to do. But they they are incredibly uh, challenged by challenges. So mm-hmm. I remember one time we had a a stack of wood that needed to be split for firewood. And so Jim took the boys out and hit the challenge. Well, I can hit, I can split this piece of wood in two blows. And, well, I can split it in one blow. So it was a challenge. <laughs> so it became a game and it was fun. So, it, and our older son, Jason, was a different personality, but just to be with people and enjoy company motivated him. But for Travis to have that challenge was, um, was, what motivated him? So lions are, are generally your um, your leader kids. In fact, sometimes they make parents who could be different personalities feel like it's a privilege to live in their home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they're out of control, <laughs> but they are they are constantly um, issuing that they they uh, are the. Um, the children who are on uh, on top of issuing challenges to their parents, so oh, they wow. they they need need to be guided and directed. But these are the kids that can become extremely frustrated when not given a little bit of wiggle room in making decisions. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I have one of those. <laughs> my, <laughs> my husband is a he fully believes this, and I think it's true that raising kids. Is like riding a horse. If you, uh, they have a bit in their mouth, horses do. If you l- let the reins go too loosely, then the horse is just going to run wherever it wants. If you pull mm-hmm. them back too tightly, they're going to rear up and buck you off. But if you hold them gently, guiding them, you're going to be successful. So these are the kind of kids that you're tempted to pull back too tightly on the reins because they mm-hmm. are constantly a challenge. But if you just guide and direct them, they're going to be great. He, Travis is my one that grew up to be the ear, nose, and throat surgeon. I mean, I can't complain. Wow. So I have, when I say that I have one of those, I kind of describe his needs in a way. And I, I actually had a meeting this, with the school this morning that I had to explain it this way. <laughs> he needs a framework. Yes. But within that framework, yeah. he has to have the freedom and the ability to get done what you're asking him to do. Exactly. That that was a great way to explain that. Um, I totally, totally agree. That obviously, raising children, you have to, even though I, I agree with the no cookie cutter parenting, every kid is different, obviously there are some parameters and framework that raising kids, mm-hmm. you have to have rules, regulations, respect for authority, and so forth. But right. within that framework, that was a great way to describe it. He needs, it, 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 you want him to get from A to B, but give him a choice of how he gets from A to B without disturbing the rest of the classroom. I mean, that's great. Exactly. And that's exactly what he was doing. He was completely disturbing the rest of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And my well, other son is one that you have to write down exactly everything <laughs> that he needs to do. And we're going to go to break in about five seconds. But when we come back, I would love to find out. Um, I'm thinking he's probably going to be a golden retriever. But uh, maybe <laughs> would, so. Maybe so. I would love to find out what my other son is, too. We'll be right back. All right. 
Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet is like coming home to warm, fresh baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought provoking. Second chances is a place to be heard. A place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of Second Chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, we are talking with Suzette Bronner, who is the author of Taming the Family Zoo, as well as Uncommon Sense, two titles that I absolutely love. And before we went to the break, we were talking about the four personality styles, and I love that you give them um, really friendly animal names, the lion, the otter, the golden retriever, and the beaver. But uh, we found out that my oldest son is a lion. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those kids that you kind of have to put him in the framework and um, and then give him freedom within that framework. But um, the challenge, he loves challenges and that sort of thing. So tell me about, because I have another son who is as a teenager, he's 14, but he is one of those kids. He's very much like me. Um, he needs a list and he needs... Um, not, I'm not going to say constant reminding, but he he's kind of one of those kids that needs to be more strongly guided in the direction that you want to go. <laughs> well, I 
the, the second little critter is an otter. And when I describe this, maybe this might describe a bit you and a bit your son. And, and again, you probably a blend. But otters, if you think about a sea otter, they are constantly moving. They love to have fun. They, they like anything that's fun. And if it looks boring, they'll find a way to make it fun. Mm. And they love to help and motivate other people. They're real cheerleader people. And they love a platform to inform or entertain. So uh, they, they are the party ready to happen, party in a box. They'll be the ones that go, yeah, let's have a party. And then they'll forget to follow up and get the food because they need a list <laughs> of things to remind them of what to do. They, they fear deadlines, and they, they get bored very easily. And so they are constantly hopping from one thing to another uh, to find something more exciting. They mm-hmm. they don't like rejection. They don't. They want everyone to like them. They're the people to go to a party and introduce themselves to fifty people. May remember the first name of one, but they they they're working the room. They're working the room. Uh, whereas a different personality might go in and just spend the whole time one on one with somebody because they want to go deep in relationships. But otters are motivated by challenges also, but it has to be fun. Mm, they're that's there. me. They're, they're usually the class clown. They're usually the one that needs to be, they're happy 99.9% of the time. Life is exciting. Um, our daughter uh, is an otter. <laughs> and um, she, uh, she was in school for social purposes only. Mm-hmm. And um, she left high school, went straight to New York to study acting. And her her world is a stage. Loves life, loves to entertain, loves people, has a heart for people, and um, just they're really fun people. Now, if you have a person who's a combination of a lion and an otter, you have a fun bo- boss. They like to boss, but they like for it to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, does that sound like your son? That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when you described your office. <laughs> so, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. It, then the, the, the next one is the golden retriever, which they're the ones that love to have deep relationships. They love predictable patterns. They like clearly defined rules and goals. And this may come where the list you were talking about to remind your son. They, they don't like unplanned changes. Abrupt changes are very disturbing to them because they like a pattern. They like the flow of life to to be secure and easy, just like a golden retriever that would curl up at your feet and want to be his head petted. It's just one of those people they are just lifelong friends. Our, mm-hmm. our son Jason, the one who works with the special needs kids, he's the golden retriever. My husband is a golden retriever. And and it's like they want to help everybody. It's a real hard time to say no to anybody. So if, you know, walking past the Girl Scouts at the Walmart entrance, we just, I try to distract my husband because mm-hmm. we'll have everything of uh, cookies and popcorn from the Boy Scouts or whatever. <laughs> it's, you know, being peddled at the front door. We'll have plenty of them. And golden retrievers um, are motivated by loyalty to people and to programs. They're the ones that that start foundations and want to help. 
and mm-hmm. they want they do want acceptance from others. They're they're your good friends. They're your friends you can call up at three in the morning and say, I need help and they'll be right there. And golden retriever friends are great to to have. The problem with golden retrievers is and you can guess where I'm going with this, they can be walked over. They can become doormats by especially mm-hmm. otters and lions. They um, need something done, they'll call a golden retriever and they can't say no. So they end up <laughs> <laughs> on medication because they've taken on too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I always, because my temperament is really it's a mix of I'm a lion first with like two points below I'm a golden retriever, which is kind of psychotic, I guess. I, I blow people away and then instantly feel bad about it. So I, I think a golden retriever, um, the golden retriever in me wants to help people at the same time in my mind, I'm saying, well, why, can't, why don't they get up and help themselves? You know, I'm, I want to bulldoze through these things. So my mix of personality is an odd one. Hmm. Um, does that sound like your son, though, the Golden Retriever, then? No, that actually sounds like my best friend. All right. Oh, an otter and a Golden Retriever best friends. That would be a fun relationship. <laughs> a really fun relationship. Well, then I'm guessing your son will be the beaver. Because okay. they are the ones who like order. The, you think about a beaver building a dam and how precise they are. Mm-hmm. They like to take their time and, and make sure it's done exactly right. They like mm-hmm. clearly defined assignments. They like to know what they're doing. They are realist checkers. They don't like deadlines because they want to do it perfectly. They're mm-hmm. precise and perfect. Um, they don't like to take risks because they're afraid to fail because they want to do it perfectly. Hmm. So beavers, we don't know. Sounds like an engineer. Yeah. Sounds like my husband. Yes. And Mm -hmm. and like our middle son, Travis, lion beaver. I mean, you want a beaver who wants to do things perfectly operating on you, don't you? I would, I don't know about an otter doctor. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's just cut here. I mean, what do you... So it's it's fascinating to see when there and in the zoo book there's a little uh, brief personality profile you can go through and and circle and even ask the children what they see themselves and their personality um, it, it, and it's interesting to see what they think they are and a lot of times what a person thinks they are and is what they are perceived by other people can be two different things and. A person's personality can be different at home than at work because my golden retriever husband years ago was a middle school principal, and he had to learn some lion uh, traits to stand up and be firm and not feel badly for every kid that messed up. They had to be disciplined. Right. So it, it, we we can learn different traits. Our, our goal is to be balanced and not so out of, you know, context are, are skewed so high in one and so low in the other, we naturally can come that way, but our goal is to work towards balance and understanding how we can kind of shore up the areas where we're weak. I love that. And, you know, I think the thing that's so funny is what you said about your husband with the high school principal. My husband is a, like, high-scoring beaver on that scale. That just mm-hmm. sounds funny to me to say it like that, but I'm just going to say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he's, he's a high level beaver uh-huh. but 
he went from the engineering piece of what he was trained in, classically trained in, uh-huh. to being a salesman of the stuff that he used to program. Oh. Right? So now he had to go into that sort of otter mentality uh-huh. of a salesman. Uh-huh. Right? Because he yep. had to be able to walk into a room and introduce himself to everybody there and just talk about the benefits of what he brings to the table. And that, I could imagine, would be very hard for a beaver to do. Absolutely. I, I mean, that's way out of the comfort zone. But the good news is just even understanding what he has done shows us you can learn. You can learn different traits as comfortable uncomfortable or comfortable you might be in the situation, you can learn them. You can learn how to walk in and work the room, as we say, or um, learn how to make lists. Oh, the, the otters, oh, my goodness. And, see, <laughs> as, and the conflict, this is where the conflict comes, comes up because a, a, a beaver loves order. Can you imagine a beaver, your husband, and an otter, you? I can mm-hmm. only imagine the, the the comical things that probably <laughs> have transpired over the years. Um, I mean, uh, uh, beavers like a plan. They like to work the plan and don't mess with the plan. Otters mm-hmm. don't even know if there is a plan or not, and who needs one? So right, that's just silly. You know, it, it, and so you can understand where conflict between spouses and between parents and children and the children amongst themselves, how that all starts. Yeah. And I'll tell you the, the whole impetus behind stop raising Einstein was the fact that my son, my autistic son is such a, um, he's such a lion beaver Uh and I'm like 100% otter golden retriever. Uh Uh We couldn't communicate with each other. Right. So we had to find a way to meaningfully communicate with each other in and not butt heads and make each other angry and yell and scream and carry on. Right. And in doing that, my husband and I also learned how to communicate with each other too, because my husband, he always says if Asperger's was diagnosed when he was a kid, he totally would have been diagnosed with it. So when we come back from the break, what I really want to do is talk about how that family relationship can help strengthen our relationship or husband and wife can strengthen the family relationship. Okay. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Join host Kaylin Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kaylin helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kaylin for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. 
Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this Marketing Black Belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio Network. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Woohoo! Welcome back, everybody. We are uh, talking with Suzette Bronner, and um, who's the author of Taming the Family Zoo. And we've been talking about personality styles and um, and this awesome little um, the animal descriptions that you give to each one. It is so fun. I I'm also uh, first of all, I want to give out your information, Suzette, because I know once I get talking, sometimes we like go right to the end of the show and never get <laughs> okay. to talk about how people can get in touch with you. Okay. So um, I want to let everybody know that if they want to read your blogs and that sort of um, thing, they can go to yellowflipflops.blogspot.com and that's hyphenated, right? Yellow hyphen flip flops. Yes. And, and, and maybe even the easier way would be just to go to suzettebronnerspeaks.com because okay. there's a link to the blog. There's a link to if they want books. There's it, You can link everything pretty much off of that. Oh, perfect. At SuzetteBronnerSpeaks.com. Mm-hmm. Cool. And not I'm definitely Suzette Bronner. Not com because that's a graphic designer in London. I did find that out the hard way. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, at least it's not crazy like the White House or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> so, great. Well, I hope everybody really does take the uh, opportunity to connect with you because you have such funny and fun and informative stuff on your site. So definitely check that out. But... We were talking about um, how, according to your descriptions, which I love, my husband is a beaver mm-hmm. and I am like an otter lion and so is my son and how we completely butted heads in how we related to each other and communicated with each other and we really had to learn a different way of talking to each other so that we could kind of keep the peace and enjoy the cool things that each one of our personalities brings to the equation. And I'd really love to talk with you about how, um, 
how how we can use these personalities to help kind of get rid of the stress and you know and and bring some of the fun back into our communication and families well i think first of all all of us all of us are running at a breakneck speed we just life is so full and crazy right now for everybody i think first of all number one we need to slow down a little bit if not physically mentally slow down and not react i think if if all of us could consciously pause your son says something your husband says something your husband does something pause and think for just 10 seconds, you know, the old count to 10, well, maybe you might need to count to 100, but count for a minute and think, okay, what was the motivation behind that? Oh, he sees that mixing up purple Kool-Aid, oh, that's a bad analogy, red Kool-Aid <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> at, you know, at, at, at 530 in the middle of when I'm trying to get dinner ready is a great idea. Well, your son may not see that you, in his mind, he's just thinking red Kool-Aid, um, that you're in the middle of dinner and you're trying to get things done. So rather than react and say, what are you thinking? You know, because he he's thinking, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to not react but respond and calmly. I think we all, no matter what personality we are, we, we react too quickly to stuff because we don't take the time to think about what everybody else is thinking. It's generally all about me. Mm-hmm. So to think about the perspective of the other person before you respond and calmly explain things. I think that's a general rule for all personalities. But to understand that, that a lion personality doesn't generally think about now, now, I'm not being saying this to be critical because that's my temperament, but we generally have our own agenda, mm-hmm. and we don't really think about other people. It's a conscious, slow down and think about it effort. An otter is just going to, it's spontaneous. I mean, just go for it, whatever. It's awesome. Life is good. Uh, a beaver will probably not be the one that interrupts you because they are more into um doing things in order and a golden retriever sure doesn't want to get in your way so if we if we one slow down and learn to respond instead of react and think about the other person and in a household for me personally i've been married forever to (laughs) awesome guy who was my college blind date who makes me laugh every single day and i'm extremely blessed i just want to say that um, to understand our relationship in the home is the priority relationship. Our kids were invited into our lives. And um, right. I really, I look back on raising kids, and sometimes that was not, I, I remember thinking, he's a big kid, he can take care of himself. I've got these three people I'm supposed to be taking care of. But our relationship, when our relationship was in sync, the rest of the household seemed to run smoothly. which makes sense. Uh, So I always wanted to be in step with my husband, especially when it came to carousing those three kids. If we had differences of opinions, because his temperament is different than mine, on how to discipline or what we should allow kids to do, we would step away and discuss that without the kids. I think that 
That is the number one thing that parents, the trap they may fall into. They see t- things differently because of their personalities, and they'll get into it discussing it in front of the children. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because that is one of the biggest things that makes me cringe when I'm dealing with a family or when I'm out in public, when two distinctly different personality styles will be addressing the exact same issue Mm -hmm. and coming from different angles and they take it away from um, responding to the issue Mm -hmm. and go right to attacking one Mm -hmm. another's Mm -hmm. opinions or ideals. And and I'm like, you know what? Really, the only thing that you should be fighting for right now is to get in right relationship with your Mm -hmm. kids and to solve Mm -hmm. the problem, you know? That's right. Well, and and I, this is it cracks me up. Mothers, and I'm just going to say this because I see it more with mothers because it, it, during the day, if I, I spend a lot of time with speaking at women's events and such, and I mentor several young moms, and I ran into one young mom not long ago at the grocery store, and I simply said, "How are things going?" And she had one on her hip and one standing, we were at the dairy case, and she said, well, and started going on and on and on about this four-year-old child who was standing right there. Oh, my gosh. And I, I wanted to say, oh, so I, I said, oh, I got to, look at the time, I got to run. <laughs> I, I, I just, I thought, you know, lady, she's not deaf, she's just short. I mean, come on, stop talking to, about this kid is hearing everything, and I think if, as moms, we understand the words we say write messages on our kids' hearts. They really, really do. Mm-hmm. And they're hard to erase sometimes. And regardless of temperament, you don't, you don't belittle your child to another adult in front of your child. That's just, mm-hmm. it makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. So oh I, I just three that, things that you, three things that your child did wonderfully in the last week and tell me those things. Yeah, That's exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think the, the whole, um, disrespect, we disrespect our children by doing that. And, um, and then we wonder why they have no respect. So there you have mm-hmm. it. Oh my gosh. You and Sorry, I, I got a little so just on that. <laughs> little soapbox issue there with me. I just, it makes me crazy. But anyway, regardless of temperament, to learn to, one, slow down and respond and not react, and two, a mutual respect is established. And mm-hmm. I think when the different family members understand that not everybody sees a situation or life in general the same way you do, and it's not all about you, let's let's think about how other people see things, you're going to bring a lot of harmony back into your home. I agree. And, you know, it's. I think it's so simple. Just last night, we had a scenario where every single one of these personalities was involved. And, you know, my, my youngest son was hungry at 4.30, mm-hmm. opened up a can of ravioli. My husband and I, my husband who's the beaver, who's the planner, mm-hmm. had just decided that we're going to go out to dinner after a very lengthy conversation about why that would be the best choice. Uh-huh. And I'm like, woohoo, I just got home. Let's go out to dinner. Yeah. So we walked into the kitchen, and there's Alex thinking solely about himself and his need in that moment, which was to end the hunger, mm-hmm. opens up an entire can of ravioli. And my other son's at football practice waiting to be picked up. He's like, go with the flow, whatever. They'll get here when they get here. You know, We're going to go out to eat. So it was so odd because t- three years ago, 
that would have blown up. Mm -hmm. That would have been like, what are you thinking? But instead we went, hey, buddy, I know you're hungry, but dad and I just decided that we're going to go out to dinner. That's going to be fun. Grab a snack and we're going to go get Max. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love the way every single one of the personalities that you described was involved in that interaction Mm -hmm. and that could have gone really, really well or really, really poorly. But because we realize that, you know, each person in that scenario is seeing something different. Perspective is so important, Mm -hmm. you know, and when we really get in there and really, and I think this is the most important thing. I don't know if you will agree with me, but I hope you do. Get in there and intimately discover who it is the members of your family are. So important. I could not agree more. We have to know our children. You think you know your husband. I'm still discovering new stuff every day about this guy I've lived with forever and ever. But you do. You have. And again, it's taking the time. We all Mm -hmm. talk. Everything we don't want to do, we chalk up to, I'm too busy. Well, you, mm-hmm. you, you aren't too busy to spend 30 minutes on Facebook. I mean, we have priorities, and I totally, I know that bites, because I, I, I do. But right. I, um, I, I totally believe that you, what you find important in your life, you will find time to spend time in that area. And knowing your children Knowing the effect you have on your children as they grow up into adulthood uh, is the most important thing as a mother that you can do. Absolutely. I thank you so much for the time that you've spent and the information that you've shared. I encourage everybody to go out and get your book, Taming the Family Zoo. Take the time to sit down 15 minutes a day and get get to know the people that you share your space with. I hope all of you have an awesome week and thank you so much for listening to Stop Raising Einstein. Thanks for listening to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy-Klein. Make these Stop Raising Einstein principles your own. Love unconditionally, give freely, laugh openly, learn daily, grow immensely. And of course, listen to the show.